0: A girl, she's a star. She's got style. Steffi Star, you see her face around the town. She's popular. Steffi
1: Star. Hi, I'm Stephanie Weinstein. And I'm Meredith Keach. We're so starstruck today. <laughs> oh, but uh, of course, we have to remind you we uh, have a top producing real estate team, 11 of us. Yes. Hashtag Weinstein Keach. Yes. It's like Bergdorf Goodman. Yep. We're just Weinstein Keach. Perfect. Not yeah. Weinstein Dash Keach, just Weinstein Keach.
2: No group, team.
1: No, nothing. Just Weinstein Keach. Flock. We can help you with everything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And real estate
1: well, yes yeah. yeah, a- <laughs> yeah. that's for another show oh my god I can't even breathe right now we have real stars on today <laughs> real life stars Meredith and I are dying and we can't believe this is really happening.
2: Stephanie even said she was coming early. And I was like, oh, my God, that means like we are legit. Because <laughs> usually knew- we come in on two wheels because we don't want to talk because we want to be able to be fresh and right. authentic. Sure. And in here. I was here
1: at 1130. I was nervous. <laughs> and I've already gone to the bathroom twice. <laughs> but I'm feeling better now. Feeling better. So, well, let's introduce our famous guests. Yes. And who do we have here today?
3: Well, I'm uh, Mike Lemieux, uh, part of the Full Circle Homes team and one of the co-hosts of HGTV's Houses with History. Super <laughs> cool. <Yeah>.
2: And? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm
0: Jenny McDonald, also uh, co-owner of Full Circle Homes and partners with Mike Lemieux and part of Houses with History.
2: Amazing! Yay. so exciting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and we cannot forget one more guest. Yes. All oh, right, <laughs> Wally. <Yay. laughs>
2: Back for a reunion tour. Yeah, <laughs> <for a> reunion <laughs> tour. tour?
1: And Wally, we want to thank you so much for setting this up for us. Yeah. Oh, We're it's good. my yes. pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, Wally. Yeah. Yes. No, yes. these guys are the best. I've known them for years. And you said, and you know them through your motorcycle. Business. Yeah, Mike and I have been doing
2: business for the better part of twenty five years. Oh
1: wow Yeah,
3: Wally's kinda of like the unofficial mayor all over the place. Oh um, yeah. yeah. Every, everybody knows him and he knows everybody somehow.
1: It's so true. And anytime I have a question about anything, I'm like, I'll just text Wally. <laughs> if you want a new watch, text Wally. He oh, knows yeah. gonna get one.
3: It's, <laughs> it's surprising what Wally knows it's and if he doesn't, he knows somebody that. Does. Oh, that
0: could exactly. A
1: whole show on its own. Wally yeah Wally knows. Right, That's right, what what Wally well, knows, right? Can we Stop, Wally. Yeah, maybe you can put in a word for me. You, know <laughs> you, can, be, you can be in the pilot. I exactly. love it. I love it. All right. So let's get started because we have so much to just yep. delve into. Right. So how did you get started? So I know you grew up in sandwich.
3: Sandwich. Oh. Yep. yep.
1: Yep. You grew up in sandwich. Yeah and go ahead you can oh go Michael from, will make it a very long story. That's Sandwich Massachusetts <laughs> Sandwich Massachusetts <laughs> right I'll which is it. also known as <laughs> Well how did you get I mean Meredith and I are trying to get famous yeah. so we're, we we want to find out how, how did this happen yeah.
3: Well it all started when I was born
1: yeah. right? <laughs> I love it <laughs> And that way was the year 19 yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: If we go way back no. the uh, no so uh, so Jen and I both grew up um, on Cape Cod Sandwich the oldest town on the Cape um,
0: You guys are but, married right
3: uh,' well, not
1: oh okay. not married, but oh, okay, but we might as well be we
3: might as well well, be. that
1: was like did you see Tony out there? He's yeah. my yeah. better half, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, well, there you
3: go, right, same the, thing, yeah, no we 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 all kind of have <laughs> yeah. one right, yeah so the um, but yeah, I mean, Jen and I um met each other back. she was one of my sister's best friends in high school, okay, um, and I always joke saying, you know, I was you know a sixteen year old boy, so like we went on, on one date and I thought it was going well, and obviously she didn't. <laughs> so <What>? the <laughs> like,
4: yeah,
3: I'll pass. Yeah, well, that, that's basically what happened. So it was, uh, and it's funny. Uh, Jen's son actually said at one point, "So then, wait, who did you date next?" And and she said, "Well, your father," <laughs> which was fun. But it took us twenty years to reconnect i
1: love that um yeah. so cute
3: and and we reconnected in many ways around yeah real and, estate and we started off homes.
1: as
0: really good friends so yep. i think yeah. that's really important when you have a relationship to start as yes, friends. yes that's wonderful
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. but
3: wow. we, it was kind of funny because jen and i were both with other people and yeah we um <clears throat> we're having a conversation one day and i said well you know there's this old house in kingston that i was always looking at and she's like well I was looking at that exact same house, Stop. and she said, "You know, the person I was with didn't want to, didn't didn't want to rehab mm-hmm. it. Didn't see the vision." I oh, said, just "Yeah, thought I was
4: crazy." <laughs> it, it was kind of the
3: same thing on my end. And we're both like, "Oh man, that would have been kind of neat." So it, yeah. really, we started looking at houses together. Kind of just as we were starting to date, like thinking about investing
0: in yeah, we both yep. had you know our own homes and rental properties or yeah. a property, yeah, and we thought it would be fun to invest in more
4: properties
0: together, so I love that, yeah,
1: so what's your background so you're an interior decorator you're um, not, are you a real estate agent too i am i'm okay. a renter. i
0: I'm uh, been a realtor longer than I've been an interior designer. Um, I we both actually started in the financial industry. I worked for oh. Fidelity Investments for oh. 22 years. You
1: watched yep. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so um we both actually connected because we were working in the city together. Um, and we were having lunch with each other. We we didn't have, you know, we didn't have partners at the time. We both had just come out of relationships and we were just really talking about real estate and our yeah. day jobs yeah. and things like that and dreams and goals and aspirations. And we just started um looking at real estate together and then uh it led from there and so then you quit
1: your financial jobs we did
0: so it was a side hustle for a long time <laughs> it was a we ma- did major not quit side our, hustle. <laughs> our day jobs right away uh it did take a decade mm-hmm. um almost oh yeah before oh, we wow. quit our day jobs yeah. um but we really started investing in uh long-term rentals and then we did also start flipping some houses and Really, what happened was we were—I mean, the, the antique home restoration business came out of our love of antiques. We mm-hmm. were, we were, <laughs> we we had many side jobs. We were also selling antiques on the side too. Oh. So we were doing that, and we were investing in long-term um, rentals. And the the multifamily market started to really go crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we saw a house that uh, was for sale as land only, and it was an antique home, and we love antique homes, and we were like, "Why is this land only?" And we mm-hmm. decided, "Let's go for it." And we restored the house, one of the easiest restorations we've ever <laughs> done. What town was that in? So this was um, in
3: uh, this is in our hometown of Plimpton. Yeah, okay. we had uh, done
0: a few others before that mm-hmm. in Kingston but that yeah. was really the first antique home that we God, did. God, the local
2: historians must have loved you well, for saving yeah. that property. Well, yeah. it was
3: really kind of interesting in a way because um, I think like anything, right? It, it, nothing's ever brand new, right? It's all just how kind of time goes and people are into either antique homes or history at one time or another, and then that fad passes. Mm-hmm. Or, so we had kind of just from an economic standpoint and then just moving into this neighborhood said, Oh, well, this house is for sale. It's something we could potentially afford, and we didn't want to see it torn down and the property yeah. get clear cut and right. and uh, it was on a twenty acre parcel at the time oh, and wow. um yeah, yeah, and, and so uh
0: we were like thinking it could have been a development that would have been put in there, and I mean right. I know there is lack of housing, so we all need. Every town needs more affordable housing, but in this case we just don't want to see a big yeah. development go in there. Too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, and the uh, and we had just moved into our own house and we didn't really have any money and and I but I of course I'm usually the instigator here and <laughs> and, I, and I was just saying Jen had just recently become a realtor and um and we were doing it because and I'm sure you ladies are are really familiar it takes a certain type of realtor to be, you know, um forward thinking enough to be willing to even go into a lot of the properties that we're looking at sometimes sure. they'll list them as land only or they mm-hmm. won't never have walked foot in the house and that's what happened in this case and uh and i said we gotta get in there i gotta get in and, and we went and looked and we just fell in love with the house it turned out it was an old sears and robot kit home wow that, stop you know, it that, that we laid up oh
4: my- <laughs> we we
3: later found under the um, li- original linoleum that was on the floor, we found All the right. packing slip right. for it with the stamp and everything. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and and it, it had been in the family since 1889. The same uh, family. Same wow. family. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah. And we restored Crazy. the house and then we um, cut that off with four acres. And the woman that owns it now has become a good friend of ours and she built a little horse farm there. It's a farm property, again, and then we managed to preserve the rest of the acreage around it, um, which was awesome. And we kind of found this niche where, you know, we were really combining our passion of antique homes and real estate and then saying, you know, could we make this into more of a livelihood? And and what we started doing around that um, was doing what we called, you know, at least pre-pandemic, these town open houses, right? Because a lot of people had come up to us. And they'd say, you know, oh, what are you doing to the house? Oh, can I see inside? Oh, I knew the family that used to live here. And we said, why don't we just formalize this? And we'll say, you know, hold your questions. We're going to let you see everything and we'll walk you through the whole process. And we're going to do a town open house. We'll just open doors and let everybody come in. And we started doing that and we'd let, you know, it was 50 people at first and it was a hundred people and it was like 200 (sighs) people. And then we started getting this following and a lot of times we'd end up selling the house before it even hit the market. Sure. Um, so
2: wow. That's the point for me. Um that you made restoring historical homes profitable. Yeah. Because yep. it's tough to do. It's extremely so tough. So let's to talk do. about that a little bit. Yeah. How do you what do you have to do in order to make a buck off of these old homes that everybody else says just tear down?
3: Well, you know, it's funny. It's um, for me, it kind of traced back to like how Wally and I met. Right. I was one of the side hustles that I was always doing is I was flipping motorcycles and now I was a factory trained uh, Honda and Suzuki technician. And wow. I took that as just a passion.
0: Side hustles. One
3: I of, know. Mike. I no, can't I, keep
0: track. I got to start writing
4: these down. Well,
3: I would. I would literally. You know, I while I was working my full time corporate was job. I, 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 was, I was working at a bank full time and. Um, in a uh, in a field called factoring, which nobody really knows anything about, but Clueless. Um, it's 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 a it sounds boring. It's a, it does sound boring, <laughs> it does sound boring. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it can't. It's it's not. Basically, every consumer good, every piece of clothing you, you wear, and everything is supported by what I used to do, oh. and it's one of the oldest forms of finance. That that exists everything sounds
1: exciting. It. it is right. <laughs> See, there, there you go.
3: But anyway, so you you transition that to you know as I'm doing another side hustle and you know I was buying and selling motorcycles, which was just really an arbitrage game. And and Wally knows this inside and out. You're buying stuff in going into the winter time when it's cheaper, and then you're reselling it in the springtime, right? Yeah. But you have to know how to unlock the value. So you have to know what to buy it for and how much it's going to cost you to repair the whole thing. And he
0: would drive everywhere. I'd (laughs) go, like, where are you right now? Oh, I... I'm in Northern Maine picking up six
2: motorcycles. <laughs>
0: oh, right. Like after work, this is what he would do right. after work. Wow! Oh like my, insane!
1: Yeah, but you, it sounds like night.
2: this was the this was the start, right, of fixing something, it tweaking it. <laughs> that's right. completely. You're a fixer, that's, and then that's, you resell it. That's yeah.
3: exactly where it is, right? You, you're sitting there. You know, we'd be at work or we'd, we'd have a lunch break or whatever and, and Jen would kind of do the same thing. I'm looking at motorcycles and we're looking, I'm looking at, at houses. Real yeah. <laughs> right. And we're and, and you start to do so. I took my financial background, right? What what I call just use my underwriting criteria and Jen would do the same thing and mm-hmm. we'd start assessing everything and we're going, Okay, it's in this town, this school district, it's this type of house. It's probably got these bones. This is what they're asking for. This is an estimate of what we think it's gonna cost. Yeah. And then it really just comes down to building the expertise mm. to do it. But then also, um, you know, just raising your risk tolerance so that you're patient enough to know, yeah, I got a plan for X number of dollars to go into it, plus, Yeah, right? your contingency. Because there's all right. this stuff that you can't, that you can never forecast. Right. Um, no, right. And, and that's the biggest thing. But if you can buy the property right, kind of get behind the story and then figure out how to design it and restore it and set it back up so that the customer comes in or the new client homeowner comes in and just instantly falls in love with it. You know, you're basically eliminating all the
2: barriers to them purchasing that home. So you're taking right. away the need to have vision. Completely. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the, because yeah. everybody, maybe I'm wrong. So many people love an antique, especially New Englanders. They do, but
0: yep. they don't like all the problems that come—the quirks and the yeah. problems. Oh and yeah, the,
2: this doesn't fit. If you're yes. a big human, they don't always fit you. Right, or, yes, right. Yes, right. Yes, And, and we know, and we know that's when we're right, selling, right. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. The
3: height, height. Yeah, right.
1: nope. <laughs> cannot be over five five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Meredith <laughs> and I know when we're selling antiques, they're going to sit on the market longer yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, but
2: not if it were but i mean i sold one recently and my designer I brought her in, she helps with staging. Yeah. And Did she stage it at- <laughs> one well, Saturday no. night, I think after a couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> oh. She started sending me pictures of what she's like, if I could only redo this house, these this yeah. is the vision I right. have for it and yeah. that's what you guys create. Right. Yeah. Which is incredible. Well, right? and, it,
3: and it really that's exactly Meredith. the the it really became this thing where we we'd go in and have the vision right away. And and a lot of times, you know, especially starting out, that was probably more me because I would look at this thing that was just something that most people would burn down. Right. That, you know, Jen would at, would love too, but she'd look at it and say, Oh my God, the amount of work that's going to go into this. And now, yeah. and the more that we've done it now, the more she's been like, Oh yeah. And then like, yeah, I, I always said at first, you know, I'd look at it and go, I'd see all the potential in the house. And then Jen makes it into the place you actually want to live in. Right. Uh, got it. And it is yeah. because what she's brought to the design table, um, nine times out of 10, I'm going, I don't even know how you thought about like I can make the place right. structurally. sound. Right. I know how to make it kind of flow. I do like these big, weird, you know, interesting lights or just furniture pieces, things. But then the way she brings it all together and it's part of the way I think we're both a little bit of control freaks, right, where we we want to control the real estate we do all the staging, we do, we're do. we the GC. Well, that's how you make the it design. profitable though, I, you right? You gotta be to. controlling. You have to, yeah. yep. I Especially
0: mean, that, like
1: that cottontail house.
3: Uh, oh,
0: thank you.
1: Shaw dropping.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: It's one of my favorites. I love yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Do you still do house. you still own it? Or oh, yes. You do. Yeah, you never sold, never sold it. Love that house. No. We'll never sold it. So what do you? Does it just sit for people in the town to come through, or are you renting um, it? Yeah. Or?
0: So we, we just started renting it, I so mean, it's it available. Is stunning.
1: Airbnb
2: and Airbnb and VRBO and all that. Okay. Um, and
1: it's what town is it in? It's in Sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. Oh, are you finding
2: difficulties? Yes. So we have a client who's looking for investment property mm-hmm. um, to Airbnb and in New Hampshire and. lot of the towns up there are restricting airbnbs and not allowing them
0: yeah so it just depends on the town i mean you definitely want to look into your local restrictions like hull doesn't allow for airbnbs anymore um there are certain towns in massachusetts that won't won't allow it or like cambridge i I believe you have to live in the house to to short-term rent Uh, it got it yeah um but yeah, I mean, when you're investing in property, you should look at all the right. avenues, yeah. right? Right. Like how are you going to get out of this if you need to? Yeah. Selling it and then also renting it if you need to rent it. I mean, I've rent my own primary home before because, you know, I bought it in two thousand eight and the market was yeah. I mean, I sold right. something too. It's all funny money, right? But I bought it and it was, you know, more expensive. And it was in like 2013 and I wanted to move, so I rented it, you know. So you always have to think about ways you can get out of it. And that's really where we started was our first property was in Everett. We, we targeted a multifamily and we figured out, you know, how much it would cash flow. And if we needed to sell this, could we? And, mm-hmm. you know, so you really have to do all your numbers. I would never buy something just solely to buy it for a short-term rental. Got it. That, yeah. So when you rehabbed
1: the three family, wh- what was the decor you put inside? Because this is Everett. And so you didn't oh, You kind of yeah. just
0: long term rental. Yeah. Uh, I mean, very, you know, you want to be able to have something nice for your renters and not be like a I don't want to call slum lord. Right. But you didn't. So you colonial like, style. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. We have not done that Everett. since then. We do have right. one um, in Plimpton that we did colonial style so cool um, and and we we do rent rent that long-term rental um as well but yeah the ever i mean it was you know the stainless steel appliances right and have Your typical the stuff conveniences in yeah. washer right. dryer you know make sure everything is functioning and right and hardwood floors were refinished and that there were well in that case make sure there are no bed bugs because that was oh, the uh, that uh, was uh, our well, first uh, loading experience oh, oh my <laughs> god i was full how, of bed bugs so. how did you get rid of the uh, that was that was
3: ninety eight hundred dollars. Um, three chemical treatments and wow. two heat treatments later. Yeah. Stop. Uh, did they bake yeah. the house? You, you have to. The it's, it's the only yeah. way to get rid of them. Wow. Yeah, yeah and wow. they actually.
0: This is where I learned about uh, the bed bug sniffing dogs. Come through. S- they can what? Yeah. <laughs> There's dogs that can smell the bed bugs and check that. So I will be paying
1: yeah, my, 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 my buddy
2: Vic is. Uh, <laughs> he was the first
4: one to do
1: that. Of course, yeah. Wally. Of course, Wally. Wally knows something.
4: That makes sense. With yeah.
3: a dog. <laughs> that
1: makes
4: perfect
1: sense. <laughs> <It does>. <laughs> this is unbelievable.
3: W- Wally is the only person that, when he <laughs> says that, everybody would go,
2: "Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of
1: course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah." We're not surprised. Well, the
2: bathing treatment is fascinating. I didn't know they did it for bugs. I know that they did it for they. I don't even know who they is, but it's done for mold.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, I mean, I don't know I, if it's continued application now, yeah. but yeah. Um, is it similar farther's... to
1: what they do for termites?
0: Well, no, no I guess no. bed bugs don't like heat. So that's the thing is like they're not in,
3: they're well, basically, maybe
0: they're in Arizona. I don't know, but they're basically indestructible they're in... unless yeah. you can cook them.
2: Like a roach.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cockroaches
0: yep. are much easier to get rid of. If we we're familiar it with them. Much, that much yeah. easier to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it is. And so are carpenter ants, by the way. Really? <laughs> Bed bugs are the worst. We had car- we had the the house that was the what did we call it? Like well, my the, my the, the mother my house. yeah, my
3: mother I think affectionately started calling it the sawdust house. I was calling it the Swiss cheese house. We have a, there was a so a lot of the houses we do that are first period, they're big post and beam houses, and they're usually eight to ten inch corner posts. Mm-hmm. And Jen has a picture that she took. I was outside the house. <laughs> And you can see all the way through, and it looks just like this honeycomb no. of his head, holes fit through the whole yeah, thing. and and that was supposed to be the structural <laughs> beam holding up the house oh. and the we had um, the pest company come by, and the guy calls me up from the pest company, and he's like laughing. <sighs> And he goes, Mike, what do you, uh, it's Mike from the past company, what do you want me to do with this house? And and I said, what do you mean? He said, well, if it isn't number one, it's top five of the worst houses (laughs) I have ever seen. So I start laughing and I was like, do I get a trophy or something? He's like, well, I'm glad you're in a good mood. (laughs) And uh, and I said, no, you you can fix it, right? And he's like, yeah, well, I could tent the house for 40,000. And I was like, okay, so we're not doing that. (laughs) But I said, If you point at a beam, if you tell me something's bad, we're going to take it out and put a brand new one in. We'll open up every wall. He's like, oh, in that case, I can do a basic treatment for like $5,500 and I'll put the cones in the ground and so we can get them outside and we should be good. I said, great, do it. Um, But that's part of one of the things where you have to just kind of know what you're getting into. Right. And, And we made an offer on this house knowing that there was a ton of unknowns and and that we were going to have to peel away every single layer until we got back to where it was solid.
4: But you love that.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Learned a ton from every house. What I think is funny about that story is he made that same mic call me instead of him calling me like M- Mike Lemieux did not call me the Mike
4: the termite guy called me
0: and then laughed <laughs> your, your husband told me to call you <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> Why? I was like yeah tell, tell, tell her what you just told yeah, me well, I, was like, I, was pretty proud I didn't her.
0: think it was funny <laughs> <laughs> but I mean our threshold is is increased with every house like oh, we yeah. do. It's yeah. like now I mean there's nothing that rattles me, but at first he's right like water, bug damage, things like that, right. that are pretty common. We're like, wow, okay, this is this is a lot, you know. Wow. You, you see, we we How see did you see find it? So awesome now, but, um Well, so so that's that's, various uh, different ways.
3: There's a a bunch of different ways, right? And and I'm sure you ladies are familiar with most of them. But so most of them we would self-finance up front. And it's why we had to buy them as inexpensively as we could, because you would think about, you know, a house like this one we were just describing that was the Swiss cheese house. I think we paid $145,000 for that.
2: So for those who are listening, self-finance means you pull an equity or you pay cash. Yes, exactly. Correct.
3: Yeah. Well, and this one was actually um, a really tricky because you learn how to just try to move as quickly as you can in the real estate game. Because what we always say, especially when it comes to the antique homes, is don't fall in love with it until you get it for the right price. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you get it for the right price, then you can totally fall in love with mm-hmm. the thing. Because you've done your underwriting ahead of time, you've laid out whatever you're going to do economically for it, you have your exit strategies, now you can put some passion into it. If you can't get it for the right price, then just walk away, there'll always be another one. But we had the Swiss Sheets House, we made an offer, cash offer, I think $145,000. We didn't have the cash at the time, (laughs) but...
1: (laughs) Oh, you're one oh, of those, right? You yeah. hold. Yeah, <laughs> you hold... No. yeah was... all realtors no.
3: love that. I, I know. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> Can we see proof of funds? No, no.
3: Well, we, we, not today. We, we... Insert cricket
1: sound. No, that,
3: that's exactly. You're like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll get back to you. We, we had the funds, right? But they were locked up, so we we were able to show proof of funds. Yeah, we but did. But we show also proof of had the financing going in the interim ahead of time. And the financing for the loan closed in the morning at like 10 o'clock. And the closing for the property was at like two. <laughs> this is you
2: guys. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're like, okay. We're like, no problem. No problem. Done. Two o'clock.
3: Done. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, because like, we, we had another flip. We had another renovation going on at the time that we needed the existing funds. We had to finish yeah. that one. So we lined up a construction loan ahead of time and built a relationship with the lender so we could do that. Um, and we that closed the exact same day as we had to buy the house. So then we were just off to the races there because you know we had twelve months under the construction loan to get that done. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing, like Jen was saying, you know, we we use a variety. Um, so we've used home equity loans. We've used our own cash. It's part of the reason we kept our own. Um, corporate jobs going at first is we just kept shoveling everything the, we made into real estate. The first
0: multifamily that we ever bought together, I mean, it was only, what, two hundred and two 285.
3: 285.
0: that's right, yeah. yeah. 285, so 28,000 on my end. We both split it. Yeah. Yep. So 28,000 on my end, uh, I was a single parent, you know, two kids <laughs> and right. I didn't have much at the time. It could have, have been a million. It's right. It oh, yeah. made a difference. Right. Yeah. So I borrowed off my 401k. So, uh, I and mean, right. you can borrow up to $50,000. You can buy another house with it. So right. I, yeah. that's what I did. Yeah. And it cash flowed more than the interest I was going to pay myself back. So why not? Mm-hmm. Brilliant so that move. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. First first move for me. Um, And then from there, it did take some time for us to build up sure. cash mm-hmm. and get things. To become a know, cash buyer. Cash. To become Mm -hmm. a cash buyer. That took many years. And then when we were filming, we had six houses at once, all all our old cash tied
4: up. Wow. Like,
0: talk about like, you're kidding. He's extremely patient and is always like pretty even keel and like everything
1: fine. <laughs> he wasn't flipping out with the like, six houses. Thank God because That's amazing. Like, Cuz you were turns, you were waking like, up at playing. night, right? Yeah. You were sweating tossing yeah.
2: and, and like turning, the market, grinding um, your teeth. Oh my god. Turn, oh, and, right.
0: turn, you know, and actually it just <laughs> some of it is just pure luck like the way the market with filming a show and trying to flip flip a house. Well, filming is very, very difficult. So,
1: how did you get this gig with HGTV?
0: Yeah, no, that, Wally,
1: that's... was this your doing? <laughs> I, had, I had nothing to do with
4: this. That <laughs> now, now,
3: that's actually surprising. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, no, uh, so I, I mean, I had always wanted to be an actor. Anyway, that was like one of my first callings, which okay. I've studied for years, and I've done a bunch of improv, sketch, and everything, and. You know, it's kind of so we have a little horse farm where, where we at and, and where we were at. And that was kind of Jen's dream. So then we were both like saying, oh, what else could we do? One of her
0: other side jobs? Yeah, and, well, <laughs> I and,
4: mean,
3: and we were both just going around and like we'd film each other when we we're doing the, the housework and, and, and the renovations and all that. And Jen's much better at posting stuff on social media than I am. I'm lucky I can even use my phone. And uh, so, you know, the more she started posting, we started getting some notice um, from different people. And then at one point we had actually. Well, South
0: Shore Magazine had done, you had written to them and they did do an article, which did. Okay. Bring in more articles, which made people look at the social media. So it was a little bit of both of us. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then we had actually, we got cast for a home renovation show once and they they picked us and then the show got canceled. And we were like, ah, you know, and then. We had um, seen, I think, at another time they were had put out a casting for a different show that was going to come around, and we were like, ah, oh, whatever, and we like sent them an email or something, and then they they said, well, you know, you're out of our area, but we'll come down and we just want to see what you guys do, and we we're like, great. So this guy shows up and he starts walking through a bunch of our houses, and we're showing him like four different projects we're doing at the time. One was an old schoolhouse. One's this big, you know, um, <clears throat> uh, hip roof colonial that's now our offices and a rental property. And he's like oh my god this house is so awesome and he's like you know you guys shouldn't have your own show and we're looking at him we're like well so what do you do and he's like well i'm not really supposed to tell you but he's like well I, well I was in this band and then rich or carpenter looks over him and it's like wait a minute
2: it was jonas yeah Jonathan. yeah, no, no, well, I'm not, yeah. Wow. and i'm like i'm like oh yeah he's like what it's,
3: N-K-O-T-B. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, that John Knight. And he's oh, like, yeah, Knight, I, like, Knight, I, yeah Knight, I, I didn't realize. Yes. Yeah. 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 No. And yeah. Uh, so John was just casting for his show on the North Shore, Farmhouse Fixer. And so.
0: He- and we had had a couple producers, producers, um, producer from uh, the spin off of Flip Flipper Flop it or, or approached yep. us. And then there was. They, they were coming in through Instagram. There was a yeah. couple others that had approached us, and then we were talking to John Knight. Um, yeah, it was producer. like it was like everybody.
3: Stop
1: throwing names around. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, because <what> the... <laughs> oh, he was
0: there already. Was like I'm going to visit. What did he say? So something oh, about uh, going to visit my friend Mark, who's yeah. in Plymouth, and I'm like, do you mean like Mark? walbert oh, come on <laughs> <Lomar> <laughs> <Wahlberg>. <laughs> i was like what is going on this is unbelievable so he was totally named <laughs> oh my god well,
1: but it, 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 was it was just funny,
3: funny though because it's like <laughs> everybody was kind of on this it seemed like was on this old house kick yes, yes. all
1: of a sudden and, right
3: and so jenna and i looked at each other and we're like Okay, so wait, what we're doing? What we've always done is kind of cool now. So like people, well, we were but-
0: we were selling at the vintage market. I remember the yep. first time we were we, we would go to the vintage bazaar on the North Shore, and sell our antiques. And we were there, and someone said, "Oh my God, have you ever seen the show that's filmed in Texas? You guys, your aesthetic looks just like their aesthetic." And they kept saying it all day and I was like, I gotta check this show out. And it turns out that was Fixer Upper. Right. So that was just starting when we were, you know, starting our real estate business and antiques. And that really has, I think, spiraled a lot of these other shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, for and sure. we just happen to have the same exact producers as Fixer Upper now. So of course we were excited to work with them because yeah. of yep. their experience. In,
1: so in can you market. walk us through a day of filming Like, is it an all-day thing from eight in the morning until eight o'clock at night?
3: No, it starts earlier than that. So the
1: (laughs) not early birds. Yeah. (laughs) So typically,
3: (laughs) typically, typically it's uh, uh, by their contracts. A film day can go up to twelve hours, right? So that's what they set you up for. Our call times usually at about seven. Yeah. Um, do you
1: get hair and makeup?
4: Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no, no? no. You're on your own? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, you always yeah.
1: look stunning. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> <Hey>, Perfect. <PowerPoint. Yes. laughs>
0: <See? laughs> I had a lot of comments in like, your hair is kind of crazy. I'm like, yep, i like, yeah. I don't I was up at 6.30. I don't
1: care. <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> I love it. It's like, I, I
3: didn't get any sleep, <laughs> right. and I'm on set. What, are yeah,
4: you I what do you I'm want from me? want
2: me? I'm, I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: but that's what we're usually like trying to make sure everybody's awake everybody checks in and you know and and then we're either waiting for an airplane to be quiet or but um so you know then we start filming and we figure out you know usually the call sheet goes out the night before and you're going what scenes am i filming right so so what we'll have like jen said season one, we're doing six houses at once. We had
0: no idea what we were getting into at Well, all. And, and
3: this was the surprise we because- had no
0: pilot.
3: When that, we didn't do a pilot. No. And when they're asking us about how many houses can you do, right? We're sitting there going, okay, it's an antique home, right? Typically we would do an antique home and, and you guys full well know living in New England. You know, to restore an antique home takes time. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Could the you do? Could you do that in weather?" Tw-? Right? Yeah. And they're saying, "Could you do that in twenty-one weeks?" And we're like,
4: oh, uh,
3: right. "Probably." Right. It would. Yeah. It would normally take us. <laughs> right. It would take us like six months, right? Typically. So then they're like, "Well, could you do this one in eighteen weeks?" And I'm like, "Maybe." And, and I'm going, "Okay." And I'm thinking separately, right? Each house. And then so we cast six houses, and they said, "Great." So you said you could do this house in twenty one and that in eighteen. We're going to do them all simultaneously. Wow. Here we go. And we're, we're, I, I was like, I'm like, wait, conti- like it's not what, huh? I'm like I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, it's. I could do one in twenty one weeks, and then I could do the next one. They're like, no, you have to do it because the whole production cycles like twenty six weeks in total.
0: Yeah, wow. and then COVID wow. hit too. So. Oh well,
3: that was a whole other ball of wax. <laughs> oh God. But um, so it was you're getting up. And you're on, you know, on site at seven in the morning, and then when we're done filming, usually at six or seven at night, you know, then the workday starts. Oh, (laughs) right. Because you get taken out of doing the when you're the GC and the designer and and the realtor, you're you're uh, taken out of the field. So, how
2: many days in a row would you
0: film? Um, Well, this season it was much more for me. season one, I would say I was like three days a week or four days a week and you're full mm. five, I think you're five, both Usually. seasons. yeah. He's, wow. He's filmed yeah. So that's a all. lot wow. away from, from work. He, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then Rich, of course, our carpenter. Yeah, Rich, you know, Rich One of our yep. staff members that yep. uh, he's employee number one of Full Circle yep. Homes, we yep. haven't talked about that yet, but, and he was restoring houses in Kingston before Plimpton with us. And yep. Um, so he's been with us for forever. Um, yeah, so taking a skilled worker like that out and filming them also is it, it hurts us. We oh we, it's very we tricky. can't keep yeah. up. Yeah. So, you know, we had we did end up hiring more more employees mm-hmm. and we built up built up to um 12, 13 employees right now. Um wow. so season two we did have the thirteen or fourteen employees and in our regular subs that we use but then we did try to sub in supplement some more staff as well because we were doing eight um pretty much it's like four blocks of four four would start and then four would start a few weeks later and then at some at some point we were working on all eight at once so it's a little tricky yeah yeah and in the first season like I was doing all the ordering myself and keeping track of like 55 lights and oh my god
1: i would have been in fetal position in my bed and we launched our (laughs)
0: store mayflower mercantile which is an antique and locally Mm -hmm. local goods store which was filmed a lot in season one season Mm -hmm. two too but um we started we launched that right as we started filming so and we were we were the employees of that store and no one oh, else. Yeah. So we we've, we've staffed up there too so people don't go insane. But yeah, it it was a little So bit these are two crazy long hour days, <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: hours. Well, uh yeah, well like a 12-hour
3: day is a short day. Got like it. usually, yeah. you know, I, I think when we we're filming and doing construction, I'd average Somewhere between eighty to one hundred hours a week. Wow! But uh, we've definitely gotten yeah.
0: a lot better. We, yeah. you know we have a lot.
2: We it was like have sixty-five hours a week season now. two.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, well it's pretty much for anybody, right?
2: Yeah. Building a growing business. All the time. Those first hours until right. you hit that point where you say, "Okay, I'm up and running now. Yep. I yeah. need to bring in some more help." Right. Exactly. So, um, it's it's. A plight of the small business owner right all until the time you, yeah. until you hit that threshold yeah, right. and get over it and yeah. you can move forward but it's right. but it's all
3: just part of you know rolling with i mean at the end of the day it's it was a huge opportunity for all of us to get yeah. um and we feel really lucky and fortunate to have it so the kind of the stress of it is you know you're gonna, i always say like well what else would we be doing right right and yeah. it's and then, you know, when it comes to an old house, I always say, you know, I, I can't bring somebody back from the dead, but I can fix an old house. So right. like, this is not, it's not rocket science, right? I it's, mean,
1: it's so cool. I feel so like cool. it's something I could binge watch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> and now I know about the Christian doors. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. So I was walk, taking my walk today. They, it's the doors and they have a cross, right? Yeah. And then the one quarter colonial or is it three quarter? Yeah. Well,
3: so there, there's the three quarter. I mean, you get the half colonial, the three quarter colonial, the full colonial. Colonial, right, which was the Deacon Eldred House, the right, so three-quarter, right. but um, you find all of these neat, for me, that's what gets me really kind of excited about it. You find all these neat housing styles that tell about where we came from right. as, as a country and mm-hmm. as a people. Yeah. And then when you communicate that to, to people and, and they can actually learn about it, then they right. look around their own house Love and it. they feel more attached to the house, yeah. to their so lineage, true. to their community. Yeah. And that, to me, just makes everything stronger. And I think at its core, that's why we like restoring antique homes is because you know, we always said, we take the old house problems out of the old house, right? Well, if you do that, then you can really enjoy it. And you do that with modern stuff, like technology, plumbing, electrics and everything. So you can take the best of both worlds, what works well today and what worked well way back in the day, combine them together and show people a path forward and then how to preserve things. And then that goes into not being wasteful, not creating trash, you know, um, how to reuse and recycle things. And then you learn how thrifty all of our heritage was and right. how much any of our ancestors had to scratch out a living. And then you feel more tied and more valued. And yeah. now you feel part of it rather than just. You know it's something that you live on top of it's something that you're a vital piece of and i think that's why we love it so much. oh
0: yeah and even the the show too it, like such a risk for HETV to do this sort of show we had no idea going into season mm-hmm. one what it would look like and nor did the production team like they sold them on this concept but we didn't know you know <laughs> there was going to be Cartoon characters yes, yeah. <laughs> and all these other <laughs> right. things in the show. It's definitely totally something out of the norm for HGTV to, to to even do. So we're, you know, to even have two seasons where we feel really, really, really lucky because it's a rare moment and
2: not a lot of shows even make it past season right. one or a pilot. Mm-hmm. Well, so. clearly the magic is the two of you. Mm-hmm. because <laughs> and And I say that because you can look, I have credentials similar to yours but I don't have him, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, like that's, right. that you need that, uh, that's the magic, yeah. Right? yeah. that the that, two of you, right.
1: it's, it's really together. Yeah. it is so right. different,
2: yeah. and it's the winning combination, yeah. I mean, we, you know, obviously we're in houses every day, and the antiques mm-hmm. are just so amazing for everything that you talked about, mm-hmm. and, and the beauty there is to, you're not going to buy an antique, Unless you love an antique. Right. Right. So it's when we market a property, we're kind of doing this. Like I put out all the stuff about, you know, from the mass historical. Oh, sure. This is the history of the property, talk yeah. to people as they come in. And if they're just listening to deaf ears, I know that they're not our buyer. Right. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. They come like, in and they
0: go, like, oh, these stairs are too
1: narrow. Yes. Right. <laughs> It's right.
0: 300 years old. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't yeah.
1: Know. And it really depends on how you market. So I'll market mine as new roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just talking about, you know, all, all right. the historical I, stuff. I I'm pushing that, that aside. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> and that's because why today, the right. they're not going to buy it if they
1: don't have some affinity right. for that's right. an old that's home. It. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Couple of questions. Sure. What's the oldest item you've ever found in a house? Now, I saw on the Cottontail episode, or maybe it was the first episode where you found the level.
4: Yes. Yep. Um, yep.
1: And that was like 200 years old, maybe. Yeah, you said. that was actually,
3: that was just, that was like 120. I oh, think that's that all. One was. Yeah. the um, <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, right, I know, like, <laughs> uh, oh, and it still worked. Well, it should. I think uh, the
0: oldest thing was in Wareham Street in Middleborough. We have a, oh, what they yeah. think is a Native American tool. Oh. Yep. That was... Um, the,
3: yeah, like um, a hammerhead. The yep. Native
0: Americans were right there, and the, the, the oh. Namaskets were right there yep. on, cool. on the yeah. front. And there was a yep. lot. There was actually one piece they took out of there, and it's in this Smithsonian.
3: Oh, yeah. There was a there was a rock in the backyard that had all these like glyphs on, on it that were carved really? into it. And, and it did. I think it, it's in either the Museum of American History yeah, or...
0: Somewhere. Yeah. yeah, but we have a yeah. rock that's got like a band through the middle of it must have been used as some kind of grinding tool or something. We have, we have no idea really how old it is or what exactly it is. Um, Middleborough has some great properties. They do.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Middleborough has been a great town to work in. We have uh, an upcoming project that we're going to be working on in there. We're pretty excited about. Um, And, you know, it's, it's been fun. I mean, we've found coins, we've found pieces of clothing, we've found uh, shoes. There's, I mean, all kinds of things that you find, um, like actually in season two, we found a salt cellar, which was a pewter salt cellar that just fell out of the wall.
2: Really? And we're
3: looking at it like, what the heck is this thing? And you just never know, but you have to take your time.
2: So is that why you started selling antiques?
3: Uh, we started selling antiques because we're addicted to buying antiques. And okay. you can only fit yeah. so many in oh, your house got it. when <laughs> right. you're addicted to buying. Yeah. Right. So you need a way to offload some. And them- yeah. I,
0: mean, I, I think the antiques, like it comes from both of our... our I grew up well with the, the house you see in season two, episode eight, the P- Peter Cottontail house. I grew up pretty much in that house. Um, my mother and my grandmother worked there and my mother was super into history and dragged I me mean, to every historic house i don't know <laughs> pretty much the entire country
4: um, she's really into the <laughs> so civil cool. war
0: and all this anyway but in mike's um father was a carpenter yeah and yeah on heritage and yeah and so we both have um you know this affinity to antiques in general and i do remember the first time mike said to, you know, he's into reselling things, um, like he said, for motorcycles. And we were in Maine, and we loved going into all the antique stores there, and he picked up a scoop, a blueberry scoop, and he said, I bet you could resell this for twice this price. Uh, and so was I put, that a I challenge? An <laughs> account, it, 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 oh, challenge is on. I Jen, like, Jen, Jen is I'm really right. competitive. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, it was more of a competition because he had like a flash, like an antique flashlight. No, that, I, that was in well, Pennsylvania. That was the, <laughs> antique we're, antique antique we're in Pennsylvania. Yeah,
3: so, we, we both <laughs> picked something and we're like, we put it on the trunk uh, of the car and took pictures and we're like, so, let's <laughs> see who sells
4: that. Oh my God, so, I love that.
0: antique markets, he would, not would keep a tally like, okay, you just sold $200 worth of antiques and I only sold 100
2: Go to dinner.
4: Whatever.
1: <laughs> that
2: is fantastic. I love that. So, did you sell the Blu ray scoop for a devil I still have it. I, <laughs> did.
1: Oh, I, have, it. <laughs> well, I have a feeling is. you buy things and you fall in love with them I and then like you can't the part with them. Of it yes. I, well, right.
3: that, that's the other thing. It's kind of like, um, you, you know, Stephanie, you had asked earlier, like the Deacon Eldred House and Sandwich, if we still had it, right? Yeah. So, we said we kind of have to figure out what the economic model is because it would be super easy. If you had all the money in the world which we don't to just collect everything right yeah so we said you know with one of our first houses um that we kept that we, that we restored right rent, as an antique home rent out as the, a the black walnut house in plimpton um which it turns out we had no idea jen's family like 10 generations back had actually built that house what? it was a carriage house yeah we had oh, no yeah, idea weird. but <laughs> we said you know we're going through it so it was a but it was a foreclosure auction. I was like on my lunch break at work and I shot down there and it's me and four contractors in the bank. And then I'm bidding in like $100 increments and I'm texting Jen and she's at work at the time. And I'm like, all right, how's 262? And she's like, that's pretty good. And I'm like, great, because it's ours.
4: <laughs> and, and, oh, wow. and,
3: and she and so we're like, OK, now what do we do with this? And we made a plan to do do it in four stages, which just went quickly, went right out the window and we did them all did at them once. All- so then I, what I said to her is, I'm like, we'll rent it. We'll do like house concerts. With I was She's like, like, you're crazy. You, right. And we ended up doing exactly that. So we started doing short term rentals, weddings, house concerts, like all kinds of different stuff. House
1: concerts. What yeah. do you mean?
3: So there's a there's a studio room. That this So this used to be owned by an artist at one point, And it's this big room above the garage that's all windows all the way around. And you can kind of in the in the warmer months, you put the screens in, and it just becomes this no, nice. Even
0: in the winter, we've had some in the yeah, winter too.
3: This nice, intimate little venue, yeah. And we invite Wax
0: museum and musicians. Other musicians yep. played in there, so we'd host yeah. house
3: concerts, <sighs> yeah. And That's just you know, so do like a potluck and everything. It was fun, <laughs> It's and like just, a you know, coffee house. It's, yeah. it's totally. Why not? Yeah. Right. And uh, so yeah, anything so we haven't
4: done one in a while, we but.
3: haven't just because the pandemic happened. Yeah. But anything to kind of get the buzz going around the house. And that pays the mortgage and the taxes and everything else so like the need to even resell our antiques or anything was how it's really just creating a model to be able to do more of it because if it pays for itself then you know and then it makes a profit then you can do more so you're you're you create a machine that enables you to do more of the thing you love and then you can just keep doing more of it and then you can teach people about it and you can show people how to do it and you can sell stuff and We're all just custodians of all this stuff, and this is our chance to be a custodian. Mm -hmm. So then you wanna find the next person that's gonna be the next custodian, right? And it's all just for the amount of time you get to own it. And uh, you know it was the same thing when I was doing motorcycles or anything else. It's like you you ride it, you get to experience it, and then you sell it to somebody else. Yeah.
1: Okay, so my second question is, (laughs) have you ever found a corpse? A what wait with a
3: human corpse? A corpse.
1: <laughs> a human corpse. Hello. So now when I show antique homes, this is me with my buyers. Okay, you guys go downstairs in the basement first. Oh. <laughs> And then let me know if it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. Earth yeah. bombs right down there. Oh, she I did too. It. I did too. I'm, I'm the it. better. Right. I fell through the stairs once. I, love- I shouldn't no. have someone check.
2: <laughs>
1: oh. I, I usually know. put it on social media first though
2: a picture of the stairs going down and ask yeah, people oh, yeah. should i go
1: or should i not <laughs> oh yeah I, I send those buyers down first you guys go ahead <laughs> so,
4: funny.
3: so uh, no
1: corpse no, no human corpse no
3: human corpse but we did find a mummified cat oh, which, yeah. which we still have How How
0: actually like,
4: called uh Harry there for a while that's, or fluffy. Taz tass that's, that's no. a show for another time right well so
3: so here's the funny <laughs> thing about that it, as weird as it sounds so yeah. like anything you find something like that we start doing some research on it well that is um like lore that came over from England where people said if you put a mummified cat or a mummified animal under your floorboards it would ward off evil spirits right? oh yeah. and and this house was built <laughs> I mean, this house was built in 1730 and we're looking wow, at this so and we're going wow mummified. that thing is yeah. like, perfect and so there's all kinds of people that actually collect these and buy them and That's and incredible. Go,
1: people collect
3: it's, it's, absolutely yeah. the mummified it, cat it's so insane I did
0: not research this but Rich and Mike did <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Rich came back with this whole thing about like we we should sell this, this is
4: the first <laughs> Mara, there's so many business opportunities be, for us <laughs> we need to have a <laughs> meeting after this podcast <laughs> it's I, so
3: crazy that is yeah, unbelievable it
4: was
0: funny because the cat when we were working on that house we were filming and the camera crew did not want to film the cat but there's a cat, the cat like cat, this the cat yes and guys. the cat was sort well of I was laying, laying down <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of with his mouth open. And it really was. Would stick something in his mouth, like dur- a Dorito or you know, a <laughs> <puff> or like, <laughs> It was the entertainment while we were in that house. Oh. That house was really bad. That so house we was needed in something
3: really to laugh really at. Really bad shape. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> was, I have a question. Yes.
2: Okay. Do you think you were a past life that connects you to this? Yeah. Oh,
4: Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like you must have that because this is a drive that comes from places we don't always know. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Well, it it is. It's, it's, you kind of, I think at some point you just kind of accept who you are in a way and you go, like, well, I'm just going to do this and see what happens. And then you just keep figuring it out as you go. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think for me, like, I've had weird. I mean, this sounds like I'm a crazy person, no, but I've had uh, weird dreams mm-hmm. about things and then they happen. Oh, love it. And that house, the Black Walnut House, I dreamt about it before we even ever went there. We were standing there inside oh, the kitchen and I was not. like, "This, we have to buy this house. And that was a year before it went up for auction. We were in there, you know, we did bid on well, the house We, we it tried to buy it and we couldn't.
4: Yeah. yeah they didn't so take like our offer. Something <laughs> that
0: just kept calling me back to that house, mm-hmm. which was it really kind of eerie now when I think about it because it was relatively <laughs> built But the house f- and for I had Oh my, no my <laughs> God. But really like for that my is- profession,
2: it doesn't, it's not odd because we see yeah. things how, yeah, I can't explain it, but mm-hmm. they unfold for people. Yes. yes. And so I've come to a point in my career where I say, your house is waiting for you. Yeah. and yeah. And I don't know exactly if that's how it works, you know, yeah. personifying this house, mm-hmm. but there are definitely powers that be. Yes. For so many people that their house was waiting for them and despite all the effort of doing something different. And then all the pieces suddenly it's like seeing all the chips just fall into place. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's That's right. Wild. And yeah. And so I'm not surprised by that. Yeah.
0: And that house too. That house has been in magazines and new paper articles. And that really was, I think, what attracted the network or the production company to us was that, that house, what we, the work we did there, you know, we did a lot of other antique homes that, you know, were pretty, but that house really is a different aesthetic. I mean, mm-hmm. we put the, it has the oldest black walnut tree in the front yard and we put black walnut inside and we, you know, did a really interesting thing when we vaulted and, did some rebar and beams and, you know, we went a little bit crazy there. We were well, going to we, do we, that in one phase No, at a we, time, we wanted we, it to so, be
3: kind of like a show place, right? right and yeah. we, and, and it, it was ours it, and we said, let's make this how we would want it. if right. We were live in right. It, right, and that
0: was, I mean, I remember standing in the attic there and Rich said, I'm going to, he was also working another job and working for us on the side and he said, I'm going to quit my other job and work for you guys. So it really just launched so many different things like had we not bought that house we Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now you know
1: and this always comes back to i always say this to people you know if you have a passion for something go for it because you're going to make money you're going to find a way to make money and that's why i always say you know college isn't for everybody right because if you have a passion for something just go for it Mm -hmm. right? right and that's exactly what you two did and mm-hmm. now look at you. Yeah. yeah. Stars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but but to the point about the show, right? You you it yes, there's some element of luck in life, right? Sure. But had you not said, gee, I've always wanted to do this, and you just put the ball in motion yeah. and here it materializes. Yeah. It's well, really yeah magnificent. I, I think
3: that's the thing with anything is you just have to you know like people always say you know oh this person was a 10-year overnight success right or something because nobody ever sees yeah. all the work that you put yeah. in, right and, and right. We, we keep both saying it's like well it took us 40 right yeah. and, and it's like you know you just have to it, have your eyes on where you want to end up and i've always said like yeah you know i have a loose outline and like wherever i end up within that i'm fine right, right. but If you're a curious person too, and you just keep asking and talking and listening and then kind of you start to learn all this stuff. And not afraid
2: of those 15-hour days. Right. Because you're doing what you love, so it's not going to work. That's right. Right. You want
3: you want to ask that other question. You want to have that one more cup of coffee. You want to have another beer. You want to like sit and talk to one more person because you want to keep learning. And you're like, and then you want to go to bed and wake up and keep that conversation going the next day. And that's what. I think the houses do for us, too, because like we've had people come from all over the world and and all over the country. And and then they'll come to our our store in um, in Plimpton, Mayflower Mercantile, and they'll tell us what their experience was or what they got from watching the show or something. And, And I said to Jen a long time ago, my favorite thing when I was doing a lot of stage acting was to just go out afterwards and then I just watch the audience once the curtain goes down. And then when you get the opportunity to just come out and talk to people and you just sit there and you listen and you just say, really, what did you get? What, And you hear what their piece was in this. They are the audience, they were watching it, but then they can tell you their story. And it just kind of opens this big door that allows everybody the comfort to be able to share who they are and why it's meaningful to them. And the more we do of that, it's like people are just like blah, 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 blah. And that's so much fun because to create a medium where you allow people to just be themselves and express what they feel is, is awesome.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. We, um, and so we host, now we host a fair in the spring and the fall. It's actually this weekend, the the similar to like w- w- when we sold at the vintage uh, bazaar and other shows, we launched our own. Um, so Mayflower market days is this weekend and we, see like hundreds thousands of people come back and they bring pictures of their house or their antique or whatever it is and they have this whole story about their ancestry and it's just so cool it's such a cool experience yeah and we host
3: that on the hayfields of this historic 320 year old farm we bought as part of season one So it's a nice people to actually get to experience what they saw on TV.
1: Guess where our next field trip is.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
2: We're coming to the store. Well, people must bring properties to you now, too. Do they? they? do. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. They message us in so many different avenues, social media on our Instagram page or Facebook or...
2: Save this house. Or, yes. And, we and we're always looking. And, so it's, yeah. it's right. helpful. Yeah. yeah. I bet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because you probably get some off-market opportunities, oh, too. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah we
0: have had opportunities. opportunity. I mean, even in season two, uh, our Wareham Street, Middleborough house that was connected to season one, Crescent Street house, we, we bought that off-market um because of the connection with the first house. So it, it always spirals, you know, into into something else and another opportunity. So incredible. Yeah. So speaking of
4: seasons, is there gonna be a season three?
3: Uh-huh. We're <laughs> we're we're still waiting to hear. So the uh, network's working on things now and and there's either potentially another season of this show coming or other things that we have in the works, so, uh, so yeah. we, we we are not finished yet by a yes. long shot.
1: If you need Meredith and I to make a guest appearance on one of your shows, <laughs> we're very happy to do it. We will put in the fourteen-hour day. It's
2: fine, and for sure we're going to take a
1: field trip to Mayflower american Yes, we can't oh, that'd be wait. Awesome. We'd yeah. love to have you. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe an hour's up. I know this was so amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, of
2: course, thanks for having us. What an honor.
1: You. I, 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 <laughs> and you know, and, and I never was a huge antique lover. Mm -hmm. And after watching some episodes of the shows and talking to you two, I am... Yay, Enamored. We, we
0: converted you. <laughs>
1: yes, I am a convert. Yeah, I'm a convert. Yeah, the history of it is incredible. Incredible. The, there's
3: an antique out there for all of us.
1: Yes, That's right. <laughs> Let's go find it, folks. Well, we have to sign off, but thanks again thank so you. much, thanks, Wally, thank Mike, you for Jen oh, and Jen, and Wally, yeah, thanks, thanks Wally. for putting this together. We love you, Wally Ford. You got yeah. it. All right, thank you, everyone. Thanks for watching and listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs>